0: This month, we're asking for your support through our premium programs via The Escapist Plus and YouTube memberships. Your support allows us to continue making the content we want instead of chasing algorithms or the latest trends. Plus, you get a bunch of perks like ad-free viewing via The Escapist Plus on our main website, early access on YouTube via YouTube memberships. You can even ask us questions for our Ask the Creators video series. Thanks for all your support, whether it's with these programs or your general viewership. Hey there, internet! My name is Jack Packard, and I've grown up a lot since before dinner. Here for The Escapist!
1: Hello, I'm Nick Landra, the Twitter warrior of Chief of the Escapist. What? I don't know. I fucked that one up, didn't I? <laughs> the,
0: the, you, did you say the Twitter warrior of, of Chief? Chief
1: of the Escapist?
0: <laughs> I think um, that's not what you meant to say. And uh, we're going to keep it in because it's funny. (laughs) This week on The Escapist Show, we're going to talk about the games we've been playing, including Hitman and The Medium. And then over in the topics section, Nick and I are going to talk about our personal regrets as far as gaming is concerned. That's right, we're going to talk about games that we never got around to playing, but we think we should. Fun and exciting, so hello and welcome. This is The Escapist Show. So Nick, I'll go first. Um, For uh, Slightly Civil War, for an episode of Slightly Civil War that we recorded today, uh, I needed to do a little bit of research on the Hitman series of video games, uh, specifically the newer ones, Mm -hmm. uh, which I never got around to playing when they first came out, though I always thought I would like them, so I spent uh, last week playing some of the newer Hitman games. Um, A few levels of the Hitman 1, which is not the first Hitman 1, it's the new, it's the IOI Hitman 1. Right, IOI? That's who makes it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, and you know what? had a pretty fun time doing it. I'm not sure if I quite get it yet. Like, I'm not super into the world of Hitman, but I love the, this kind of, like, micro sandbox that they've created. Just a very detailed but small level, and you can do all sorts of fun things. Uh, so I, I really enjoy the idea of these Hitman games. This mm. kind of, like, you know, you have your mission, and you get to figure out how to accomplish your goal along the way. Uh, I like the open-endedness of it. I I love like you know the outfit change mechanic and blending in and certain people being able to spot you depending on your outfit and uh, and it's neat and I've been having a lot of fun with it. I don't quite. We we talked about this a little bit on over at on slightly civil war in the podcast, mm. but the hitman games are kind of at war with themselves as far as tone is concerned you know it's a a very serious game and you know you're you're murdering people for money but it's also a little goofy and a little tongue-in-cheek you know they're very they're very schlocky about about certain things like you know you you wear like a Uh, a policeman's outfit and you walk past another policeman and he's like oh it's good to see a fellow policeman out here (laughs) so happy that you're my partner uh and so yeah it's like it's goofy but it's serious um and while i love the idea of like unlocking new ways to replay each level because that means you can have a lot of fun experimenting within the same realm but that also like breaks a ton of like immediacy and immersion of the level you're on because you know you can just do it again and in a different way. And I don't, you know, it's like, I get it. I I don't know if like, I don't know if I fully understand how good it is yet, but I feel like I want to.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a series that I keep trying to play and it just, mm. uh, it, like, I don't know. It, it just doesn't, I don't feel engaged when I'm playing it. You know, there, there's some elements that you do and, like, you, you can investigate and you just kind of mm. follow people around and wait for that opportunity to get the perfect kill. And uh, I'm not really into, like, the games where, like, you have to keep replaying things for a better score and all that. So I've, that's why I've always kind of had a hard time getting through it. And actually, yeah. uh, before IOI did hit the new Hitman, hit, the, uh, Hitman Absolution was made, which was... It's still a, like a stealth action game, but it was very narratively driven. And I really mm-hmm. liked that one because I, I felt like I had something I was working towards. And in these, sure. these games, like, they're almost, I, I get the appeal of it. I guess it's just not for me. And that's why I was super excited to see it in VR, though, because just that extra level of interactivity and in where, like, sure. you know, I can put myself in that situation, and just mess around with things because it's not really fun to just. I don't think it's fun to just go around click A on an object, pick it up, and do something with it. Like, at least in VR, I can, mm. you know, fool people. And you know, when you look at the trailer for that game, like just tapping your target on the shoulder and then punching them in the face—that's hilarious. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I keep looking at Hitman Three and I'm like, yeah, you know, I really want to try it. I really want to try it. And I know Hitman One and Two have a story to go through. And I, I, I load them up. And I try to play through it. And I just, I just get bored so quick.
0: It's it's a it, you know it's definitely more arcade where you know it's it's a very simple goal you get to figure out different ways to do it I can I can see how having like a lack of a story would be less compelling for you for me like that's what I like about right. it It's like yeah you don't need to worry about like the overarching story like here is a simple well-defined set of parameters and more importantly it's not an action game at all. They have stripped away all of the action elements. It's just stealth. Yeah. Changing outfits, hiding behind things, setting up the dominoes so you can watch them fall. And most importantly, the the biggest thing, the biggest moment of joy in any Hitman level is the level's not over until you walk out of the right. facility you're in, Right. And so, like, that feeling in your brain of, like, I did something, none of these people know, and I'm just going to walk out the <laughs> front door like I own the place is the biggest victory in any game. I love that feeling so much.
1: Yeah, I, I probably just haven't put enough time into it because I, I feel like mm-hmm. I, I would like it if I spent more time with it. It's just, yeah, it's just one of those one of those games that just hasn't clicked for me.
0: Well, and I'll tell you, it's the same for me where it hasn't fully clicked. I feel like I'm getting there. I'm going to play a little bit more. Uh, I have a Stadia Pro membership, and 1 and 2 are free over on Stadia Pro, and so I've been just playing uh, 1 and having a decent time. Big ups to Stadia. Uh, as I decided I want to play this game, I clicked one button and was able to play the game immediately. That's the pros of Stadia. There you go. Big big downside to stadia uh, I tried to play it uh, on uh, on my iPad because you can play Stadia on iPads now and with Wi-Fi connection oh yeah. that was a bad time
1: yeah I mean I even, I, even have, I even have fiber and it doesn't work on Wi-Fi really for me that well so you gotta you gotta oh have boy. yeah they got a big hurdle to get over with that 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 part of the release but I mean I don't know that's that's for any streaming thing though because like I've been using my Nvidia Shield to stream from my mm. computer to my TV to play, you know, third person action games and all that. And unless I'm on a wired connection. It's even with like even with fiber and a high speed connection download. Like it's just a, it's yeah. Yeah, it's not stable. You never you're never gonna get a stable connection over Wi-Fi.
0: Yeah, and of course so it's just like I, I wanted to make sure like I applaud the good thing I like about Stadia, which is I felt like playing a game after clicking one button. I don't have to wait to yeah, play that game. It's right. a super big plus But if I wanted to play it on anything that's not my main computer, not a good time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just find an Ethernet adapter somewhere.
0: Right, and then you have to, like, to me, the, the, the end goal is like, You know start playing on my computer pick it up on my ipad play on the couch you know play (laughs) it play a little bit in bed
1: stadia wants to have no hardware but the real hardware of stadia is an ethernet cable (laughs) yes you need a solid connection
0: but but yeah overall i'm having a very good time playing hitman and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna dig into it a little bit more uh to see if i can fully understand why people love it so much so nick what have you been playing
1: so I played through The Medium, which is actually out uh, the day after we record this. No, Thursday. It's out on Thursday, uh, which is a new game from Bloober Team, who have made uh, Layers of Fear 1 and 2 and Observer, which were horror, like psychological horror games, kind of walking simulator-esque. Uh, the Medium is their first like cinematic horror, psychological horror game, where you play in a third-person view, and it's got like... Well, it's not as cinematic as you think, but... Well, actually, yes, it is, (laughs) but it's got like the fixed camera angles like you would get out of a Resident Evil game or Silent Hill or whatever. Oh, interesting. Uh, And it's it's basically a point and click adventure game. That's essentially what it is. Uh, The story follows Marianne and she's a medium, which means basically she's kind of stuck between two worlds. So she she lives in the physical form and she also has like a spirit form and she helps uh, trap spirits cross over to the Mm -hmm. other side you know to heaven or whatever whatever it is um so the story kind of follows that and like this mystery revolving around like how she got these powers and uh sure you get taken off to and they showed like the first 18 minutes on youtube so it's not really a spoiler but you get taken to uh, this place where things happened and <laughs> you're, you just go discover it uh, but a lot of the previous kind of played it up as like a silent hill type game but it's, okay. it's really not. It's you know, There's no combat in it. There's none of that. It's really not even scary. There's like one jump scare throughout the entire game. Uh, and then the plot is okay. Like it, it gets into, it gets like really, it's another one of those games where like every time you want to get more and more of the plot, you got to read through all the notes and everything, which oh, I, I hate. No. Yeah. i really hate those games like it just give me the story stop making me read stupid notes to get everything i'm playing a video game i don't want to (laughs) read yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) unless it's like a rpg or whatever yeah so yeah uh it it was a fun enough experience it's not something that's gonna win any game of the year awards uh it's more indicative like how bloober team has been evolving as a studio and you know it was uh it was interesting enough for me to want to complete to the end like oh okay but uh and the, Marty and I kind of are, are talking about it a little bit too and the ending is like what <laughs> but, yeah there's, there's not a whole lot to say about it it's just you know I, uh, it's been kind of hyped up a lot and you know it, it's really your standard run-of-the-mill you know walk click on things <laughs> hear dialogue read thing oh uh, there's some really
0: like torture
1: eh. Uh, there's there's some really piss poor like stealth sections in it though that that was like my yeah. biggest complaint with the game is like there there are like sections where you can die in the game and oh, and uh, yeah they're like these these really poorly put together stealth sections and the most interesting thing about the medium is like when it's actually doing puzzles in uh, with the next gen tech like you are literally stream like you have two instances of the game running at the same time as you can oh. see her in the physical world and and the spirit world. And sure. you have to navigate kind of at the same time around these different paths, which is interesting. Uh, and so some, and the, you know, things you do in the spirit world can affect things in the physical world and all that. But it's not right. It's not really anything in depth. Like it's very, very <laughs> simple puzzles that your mother oh. could figure out if she played the game. <laughs> oh, so I know it's a cool concept, you know, it, uh, with how small Bloober Team is and all that. I'm not surprised. Like it's not it didn't go, go more in depth, but I, I, really think like if they, if people like the game and it does well on game pass and everything, like that's a concept yeah. that they, they could definitely expand on and make really interesting. Cause like, I, I, but, I, I mean, that's, yeah, I it's a
0: concept in games that has been done for 30 years at this point. I mean, yeah, you know, maybe not so, so much in horror to games past, though. Met- Metroid, uh, the, the dark one, yeah. dark prime, uh, Dishonored Two had a neat level that was like that. Like, well, v-
1: but that—that's not. You're not playing those in the very same instance, though. They're you're like you. You're in one dimension. You enter another dimension in the medium. Yeah. You play both at the same exact time. So you're almost. Uh, I'm you're,
0: not understanding that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you go watch the footage, it'll make more sense. But basically, like you're controlling two characters at the same time in two different worlds, mm-hmm. interacting with one another. Uh, and I can't, I can't really spoil one of the cooler aspects of the game and how it, how it could, if they expand on it, make a horror game actually really, really interesting. Sure. But uh, I think once people play it, and they'll, they'll kind of get that part of it, and be excited about mm. that, even though it's really mechanically not well put together in the medium. Sure. So yeah, I, you know, Yahtzee's gonna do his EP on it. I'm sure he's not gonna like it. Mm. But we'll see. we we'll,
0: well, I've been surprised before. Who dang. So, Nick, uh, let's move over to the topics. Uh, Very similar to Hitman, which is a a game series. The newer Hitman games has been on my kind of two-play list for a long time. I know many people love the gameplay. There's, you know, memes everywhere of the silly things you can do in the games, and it's very interesting. And I'm really enjoying my time digging into it, but that kind of prompted us... To talk about our biggest gaming regrets as far as like games that have been on our list forever and we just haven't gotten to yes so you know what i'm gonna start with one of mine i have i have two that i've been able to come up with as far as like games that i've always wanted to dive deep into and never got a chance Uh, one is dead space which many people consider to be a horror classic. Me included. I myself am a huge horror fan. Uh, I also am a big sci-fi fan. I have played approximately one hour of Dead Space on a stream eight years ago at this point. Yes. I own a copy of Dead Space. I've just never dug deep into it. Every once in a while I'll even install it just to say, "Oh, I'm going to play it." And it never comes up. What? Everything gets in the way, and I want to play it.
1: So you you tried it and you put it down.
0: Well, it was on stream, yeah. and so you know, you you never get it and I started it on stream, which is always a big big mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then you can't focus on the game um and so I I feel like I have never played it because I only played it on stream.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah. Dead Space has everything that you would like in a horror game. Lots of gore, great combat, great scares, great atmosphere and tension. And and there's no hiding. Yes! Yeah.
0: Why haven't I played it yet? Because things keep moving up the list.
1: (laughs) You (laughs) will try it for Thursday on Today We Try.
0: No, I won't play it on Today We Try because that's the problem,
1: you see. Yeah, but our, our... chat is better than red letter media's
0: um yeah (laughs) it's a lot of crossover there no no the the point is and this is this is true for any game the our very premise of today we try is very flawed yeah because if you play a game for the first time on stream you are only half paying attention to the game and therefore not taking it fully in yeah that space is a
1: game that you you have to play in the dark with a good sound system on to really and uh, yeah it took me oh man it took me like four years to beat that game just scared the piss out of me when it came out it was that game the first game was really really good this i love the second Mm -hmm. game too third game isn't so great but yeah one one has just this utterly oppressive atmosphere throughout the entire experience it's exhausting Mm -hmm. But I love it.
0: I'm I'm really looking forward to it. You know, maybe maybe I'll, I'm just going to clear all of my October, and that'll be like my Halloween game. Is like if I if I schedule it, and I don't have to like feel like it's like oh no, I know what I'm playing this October. You know, <laughs> that'll be that. So how about uh, something on your list, Nick? What's a game that you've never gotten around? to play?
1: So I have never played a Legend of Zelda game until Breath of the Wild, which I completed. It's a good one. Yes, uh, and it's part partially because I I didn't own a 64 growing up, so I didn't really start with Zelda. I don't remember if there were any good ones on GameCube. Skyward Sword was on GameCube, right? Uh,
0: more, more importantly, um, uh, Wind Waker was on oh, GameCube. Well. See, one of yeah, arguably little do I know. One of arguably <laughs> the best Zeldas out there. Yeah.
1: So I, yeah, I mean, I you know, I just never got into. I played some games on my GameCube, but once I I got a PS2, like that's where I spent I wanna, most of my time.
0: I want to say Skyward Sword was Wii.
1: Oh, uh, maybe I don't know, but yeah. So I, you know, I, I, Zelda is a series that I, I should like, and it, it's probably mm-hmm. just because I haven't given uh, time to it. Uh, because I love like Dark which was inspired by Zelda. Uh, mm-hmm. I've played a lot of. I mean, even the kind of the dark soul series inspired by zelda a little bit right
0: uh well the dark Souls series was inspired by zelda one
1: right yeah yeah so I, yeah it's a, it's a series that i would definitely enjoy if i actually put time into it for some reason i just haven't uh yeah and i guess yeah it just it never appealed to me i'm kind of more of like a i, I don't mind like high fantasy light fantasy but i do like dark fantasy a lot more in in my games so that's probably why I never played it and that's also why I don't play a lot of JRPGs because a lot of them are kind of like that light fantasy I guess Yeah. or like anime and and manga and stuff like that I just never got into that stuff
0: I think like calling Zelda light fantasy is pretty
1: accurate yeah
0: it's not uh, it's not necessarily like high fantasy uh, and it's not dark fantasy, but light fantasy. Yeah. Like that. Which, I think
1: what's really what's really yeah. funny. Before you say anything else, though, it's is uh, every time I played Smash, Link was my main character every game. <laughs> so <laughs> pretty good. I don't know. Pretty good. That if that, that tells you my my gaming horizon was very very small when I was growing up.
0: <laughs> you know, like, and and there there's a ton of great Legend of Zelda games out there. Um, to try and I guess like to me it's really funny because of course you're 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 younger than I am so for you it was like it was like you know uh, you were talking about like the N64 as your barrier and for me yeah. I'm thinking like oh Super what Nintendo. about Super Nintendo yeah. or NES which I grew up with right. and so it's really funny for you to be like yeah never got around to the N64 <laughs> version it's yeah. like there were a million other games before
1: that only 25 don't have those great hairs yet you're
0: you're a you're a baby and that's okay yeah and you know like the original the legend of zelda for the nes is probably like i think for like as a gaming commentator and historian you should play it at least once just to kind of understand where it all came from like the the whole idea of like nintendo hard um (laughs) death kills you and you have to start from the beginning like Dark Souls like all comes from that original Legend of Zelda like the the joy of discovery but it's an NES game yeah it doesn't look the greatest yeah well yeah <laughs> it's, and it's
1: not even the graphics that are like make it hard for me to go back to the it's just like the improvement in mechanics over the years and mm-hmm. you know but also it's hard for me to go back and play games I missed because of my job, so.
0: <laughs> right, right. I, I would say, as someone who has played all, I, I want to say all of the Legend of Zelda games, except for, you know, the CDI ones, is uh, I would look to two places to start here. One, maybe check out Link to the Past, the Super Nintendo um, top-down Zelda. I think that's a, one, it's a fantastic game. Two, it's got the light world, dark world thing, huh? Mm. A little medium there. Uh, and it's it's like a really prime example of the game that exploded that genre of like top-down adventure. Really fun, interesting game. If you can't go back that far as far as uh, retro graphics are concerned, uh, Wind Waker is by far... One, it's still one of my favorite The Legend of Zelda games, especially the HD remake, which cuts out a lot of fat and improves some mechanics. Fantastic game.
1: Yeah, the other one I was looking at was uh, Ocarina of Time.
0: Ocarina is interesting. They didn't do... Um... That looks bad, I'll tell you that. Ocarina yeah. looks yeah. bad. Like the 64 graphics looks terrible. Um... And so, like, if you're looking for all of the adventure of Ocarina but a better rapper, Wind Waker is your your best bet. Because Ocarina's rough sometimes. Yeah. It's really ugly.
1: (laughs) Well, hard to play those games nowadays, too, unless you have the system to play them on or because they got rid of all the ROMs.
0: (laughs) That's true. Did, well, wait, did did Wind Waker HD come to the Switch?
1: No, it's on uh, Wii, though. It's on the Wii U. Don't own that,
0: (laughs) huh? Oh, you don't own the Wii U? Well, then
1: you gotta wait a little bit. Yep.
0: (laughs) Then you gotta wait a little bit, but man, yeah, if you once you can get your hands on Wind Waker, I say do it. You're gonna love it. Uh, Links to the past will be on the, the Switch's Super Nintendo store, I believe.
1: Yeah, i read that. All right, what's your second gaming regret?
0: Gaming regret. Right. So I was looking through games, you know, like I basically just looked through like a list of popular games throughout the years to figure out a series of games that I never played. That, looking back, I think I would really love. And I came across the Big Daddy, the mother of them all, the game that I've never, ever played but think that I would super be into, World of Warcraft.
1: Never played it either.
0: It is a certifiable gaming phenomenon. Never played it. Yep. Uh, one I didn't grow up with a gaming computer, so I just couldn't. <laughs> I didn't grow up. Uh, I didn't grow up with any computer. In fact, because you know, uh, computers weren't a thing. Uh, and then even when my family got a computer, it was pretty garbage. We didn't play games on it. I wasn't. I wasn't a gaming PC kind of person. Uh, also, I you know, like I, I've always been into that kind of high fantasy thing, but very recently, as I play more Dungeons and Dragons, I am becoming more immersed in the world of high fantasy and am enjoying it even more. Yeah. So yeah, I would always I'd love to play some World of Warcraft.
1: Yeah, that's one of those games that everybody I knew was playing when I was growing up, but I I just never found that the, the the urge to play it and mostly just because I know how much the MMOs are a time investment and I just never had the desire to invest that much time which is kind of stupid to say considering I spent like hundreds of hours playing the same fucking map in Halo over and over and over again <laughs> right but yeah I've never gotten into any of the MMOs
0: right yeah not, neither have I like I've you know played some online games and enjoyed myself never any MMO especially like a Memorpaga. Uh, like like a World of Warcraft but I know like WoW Classic is out there and in general people seem to like it or it's a very trimmed down version of WoW and just play some classic campaigns I think like for me the hard part about getting into that now would be um, can you do it solo like can I just play the game by myself or do I need to find like a clan to go with that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, well, MMOs are massively multiplayer online games, so they do involve a big social element, <laughs> <laughs> right? And
0: so. it's listen, it's hard enough to schedule D and D games right. with people I know in real life. Now I got to find people to play an MMO with, so it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. But we'll see.
1: Yeah, and the only other reason I can think I never really played that is because I I didn't really like. The top-down action RPG style, like I didn't like the just the click combat all the time, which is why I never got into games like League of Legends or anything either. Even though I would, (laughs) I would probably like it because I really like the strategy of it. Yeah, but I, I just like. Yeah, my, my tastes have always revolved around, like, shooters or action RPGs or whatever where I have direct control over the action. Or I feel like yeah. I have direct control over the action.
0: That, like, immediate action response. Yep. I pull a trigger and it pulls a trigger in the game. Not like I click a mouse button and my character
1: throws a fireball. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So how about you? What's what's uh, What else is on your list of games you wish you played?
1: The one game that I keep hovering over the buy button for, and I just for, will not let myself pull the trigger, is the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I have Ooh. never played through any of the Final Fantasy games. I had really? Crystal Chronicles on the GameCube, and okay. I think I put okay. an hour into it and I didn't get it. <laughs> I just, I would come back to it every once in a while. Like I, I yeah. like the music of this. I like the art of it. I just can't get it. I can't get into it. And so I would never played it.
0: Yes. Ah. Uh, okay. Okay. And I've played a bunch of Final Fantasy games. Uh, mostly, you know, they were on the Super Nintendo. And they're, <laughs> you know, fun ish. Uh, don't start with Final Fantasy VII remake. That's that's I'd, a bad
1: place. To, well, the reason I'm looking at that one is because like it's a more modern action RPG, which m- might get me into the series. Because I also I was looking at Final Soul, Fantasy 15 as well. Uh, mm-hmm. The one they just announced looks pretty good. I'm actually interested in trying that when that comes out. Uh, sure. But I, like for whatever reason, I never really got into the JRPG combat of those types of games. And you know, recently this past year, as you know, I went back and played Dragon Quest. Eleven, which I never played a Dragon Quest game before, and I really liked that. So I figured, you know, these Final Fantasy games are actually probably up my alley. I've just never pulled the trigger and tried it.
0: <laughs> Is was the Dragon Quest Eleven? Was it purely turn-based? Like mm-hmm. you know, you pick your attack. Yep. Wait, did they pick their attack? Yep. And you know, I really like that combat. It can get repetitive and very boring, especially like if you're fighting the same low-level enemy over and over again. Yeah. But I kind of dig that combat just because then you can really take your time and pick what you want to do. Um, I I know I, I was a big fan of Final Fantasy X or Final Fantasy X, whatever you want to call that. Uh, to me, like that, you know, graphically at the time, at, at the time, maybe not right now, but graphically at the time, it was gorgeous. We had real like CG cutscenes. It looked really cool. I do remember those. And I, I really like the characters and, you know, it had some really awful cheesy sections. I'm looking at you, underwater soccer. Um, but uh, to me, like, that was that was a really fun time. I even liked Final Fantasy X-2, where you got to do uh, Charlie's Angels, uh, dress them up.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think it was just another instance of, like, you know, I'd... I'd... I do, I do find like a lot of the JRPG games just almost too cheesy for me to really get into. And like I said, I like mm-hmm. I like the more dark fantasy grounded yes. kind of stuff like that, you know, Skyrim or you know, Dragon Age, call that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah, I guess Western RPGs in general. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like everything I've heard about Final Fantasy is like you know the, the characters are great, the stories are all great. And I just, just gotta pull the trigger if I want to try it. <laughs>
0: you know and well and that's the thing and and i could i could definitely see like you pulling a trigger on one and it not being your thing but of course there's there's ex- uh, approximately 1000 final yep. fantasy yep. games that's the other like stop the which right one do one. i start
1: with seven sounded pretty good <laughs>
0: This is exactly why I haven't seen some movies that like everyone says I need to see, just because it's like, oh, there's the theatrical cut, there's the director's cut, there's the extended version on Blu-ray, there's the miniseries version, and yeah. then there's the unrated extended director's cut that the director really wanted to happen, but never was, and some of the footage is just sketches. Mm. Uh, yeah, and so I just say, F it, I'm not, I'm not getting into this, because there's too many choices. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That's that's like all JRPGs. There's just so many of them. I, the only the only JRPGs I ever really played growing up were I played some of the Pokemon games, and em- sure. Emerald's like one of my favorite games I've ever played. Uh, mm-hmm. I also played one of the Fire Emblem games. I did like okay. that. That's probably it. <laughs> and that's okay. Like, yep. Yeah, you don't
0: you don't need to play them all. Yeah, that's yep. just you know there's some fun in there and. I don't know. While while I really like that kind of turn based combat, it's definitely not for everybody, right. uh, especially by modern standards.
1: Well, yeah, and that's you know that's what I kind of took away from playing Divinity: Original Sin too. Is I really liked that combat because I had to think and strategize a lot more than you feel like right. you have to do in a JRPG where you're just kind of clicking attack. You know? Yeah. You're <laughs>
0: just you're in a row and you click attack.
1: Yeah, I, I want more agency with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, All right. Well, great. I feel like that was a pretty good episode where we talked about some things, also stuff. So thanks, everybody, for listening and or watching. This, once again, I have been Jack Packard, semi-professional video game enjoyer, here for The Escapist.
1: Let us know in the comments what games you haven't played so we can make fun of you because we know you're going to make fun of us. We're going to get a lot of that. We can't play them all, everybody. We just can't. No, we're... We're games journals. We're supposed to play everything and know everything about games.
0: That's true, and we do. But we can't.
1: But we do. Wait. Do we know everything? Yes. Okay. As long as we both agree on that. Oh, you don't agree? I do. Oh, okay. Well, then we're good. My name is Nick Klander, the editor-chief of The Escapist, and I know everything about everything, including about you. Harry.